Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There's a man in Salford, England, who may now be having second thoughts about something he did a few years back. 33-year-old Scott Taylor fought City Hall after his four-year-old daughter was injured when she was struck by a car. She recovered, but Taylor realized the reason for the incident likely was because it was difficult to see traffic in front of his home. Up and down the street, the curbs had been marked as no parking, but in front of his house, well, you could park there, and in the busy neighborhood, drivers flocked to put their cars in those spots. So Taylor, in 2017, successfully lobbied city officials to make that area in front of his home no parking as well. And then, the company that insures his vehicle says you have to park them right in front of your home in order for your policy to be valid. And with no other place to park, he parked in the no parking zone. Then he's now racked up over $5,000 in parking tickets. (laughs) Why won't they let him park in his house? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what car insurance is like in england so i can't tell you that is weird well welcome to the morning road show my name is weed and it's time once again for me to throw my lips into the ring and we'll see what happens this morning (laughs) and we might as well start off cliff with a thought of the day oh okay when life shuts a door yeah throw a chair through the window you're better than that really (laughs) is that not true you're throwing all kind of things this morning i am you threw your lips you threw a chair Throwing off later on this today? Oh, you will be. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure. The following program contains no chemical additives or preservatives, although it will contain several minutes of fake flavor coming up <laughs> later on. You know it to be true, Cliff. Well, yeah. We're full of fake flavor. <laughs> that means we're pretty well tasteless then, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> Following the 7 o'clock news, yeah. sometime between, you know, 7.10 and yeah. 7.26. In that general neighborhood. 7.26, yes. Well, that's, <laughs> yes. To, that's pretty <laughs> randomly <laughs> randomly specific. I yes, <laughs> yes it is. Randomly specific. Yes, we're going to give you the chance to win tickets to see Old Dominion. Now, they go on sale tomorrow. You can win them right. absolutely free today. They're uh, going to be at the Ford Center this fall. That's or, right. Or, yeah. It's going to be in November the 21st. And I'm thinking, Cliff, possibly yeah. today when we do our giveaway, yeah. instead of doing, you know, two yeah. truths and a lie and all of that, yeah. let's do a game called What Came First? <laughs> what Came First? Yes. Okay. We'll, uh, you know, name a couple of things, and you just tell us which one was yeah. invented or appeared in the world first. First. Yes. Okay. You get two out of three correct, and you're going to win wow. tickets to Old Dominion. The crime of arson is as heinous as any other crime on the books, and perhaps even more so because the criminal in question can set the blaze and then walk away, not knowing what damage, destruction, or injury said fire will cause. And such is the case in the matter police are now looking at in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Cops there asking for help from the public in identifying who set this stuff on fire in a parking lot early Monday. News media rushed to the scene when daylight hit to get pictures and video of the still smoldering rubble left when someone snuck into the place just after midnight and set a a giant stack of pallets, cable spindles, and other pieces of wood on fire. During an interview, local officials called the act total madness. 
and it was a big stack too, likely creating a blaze that could could be seen for miles around, which was kind of the idea in the first place because the wood that was set on fire had been stacked for a bonfire celebration a few days from now. So yes, the criminals actually set fire to the bonfire. Let's do the little game for yeah. Old Dominion tickets. Okay. We're going to do it in about three and a half minutes. How's right. that? And how will this game be played once again? It's called Which Came First? I'll give you two subjects. You'll okay. tell us which one came first. If you're correct two out of three times, yep. you win the tickets to see Old Dominion on November 21st. Okay. It's that simple. Hi, who's this? It's Donna. Donna. Yes. And your last name, Donna? Kern. And where are you from? Dale. Okay. Are you ready to play this game? Uh, yes. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> so going <hard. laughs> to give you um, two items, and you tell me which one came first, and you do it uh, correctly two out of three times, and you're going to see Old Dominion, okay? Okay. All right. Number one, Donna, which came first, the Statue of Liberty or the Empire State Building? Uh, I'm going to say the Statue of Liberty. That is correct. Correct. So you've <laughs> got uh, two more tries. you just got to get one more right. Let's okay. see. For Donna, which one is older, Betty White or sliced bread? Uh, Betty White. That's correct. Also correct. Oh. You are the winner. Well did done. Did you know that or did you just guess that, Donna? I Well, I know Betty White's like almost 100, so I didn't think sliced bread came that quick. <laughs> well, she's actually six years older than sliced bread, so congratulations, <laughs> Donna. Oh, you that was close. <laughs> yeah, it was close. Are you like me, Cliff, sitting here this morning feeling just a little bit cheated? Cheated? Just a little bit cheated. By what? I think the... Uh, Questions were too easy for Donna Kern on the old Dominion ticket giveaway, don't you? Um, on retrospect, yes. I think we should yes, double down. Yes, they were. Double down? Next hour. Okay. We're doing it again. All right. We'll double down and make things a little more difficult. So it's going to be harder next time. I think so. I'm well. hoping so, anyway. That's the game plan. <laughs> we all have those intentions now, don't we? Well, we're going to do... Um, <laughs> we're not going to go the oldest. Yeah. We're going to go with... Uh, how about... Uh, Give you a statement, and you tell if it's, if it's true or false. Got to get two out of three of them. Okay. And we'll make s some really hard ones up. How's that? That's next hour. So it's going to be really hard next hour. Extremely hard. Well, Cliff, out in California, yes. the biggest utility company they have out there is mm -hmm. planning yeah. to cut all electricity this yeah. summer when it's highly windy to avoid, they say, mm -hmm. causing wildfires. So I guess their thought is when it gets really windy... It's usually really dry. The high winds can cause the power lines to blow down. The sparks could cause the fire. Then that just blows up in the forest and thousands of acres go up in smoke and frequently people's homes and whatnot. Yes. Well, that makes, that makes sense, except for one thing. They're just going to randomly shut the power off. Yes. So if I'm at home and the power goes out and I don't have a flashlight, most people are going to light a candle. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Exactly what I was thinking, Cliff. Let's see. Yeah. Batteries are dead. Yep. Can't see anything in the house. Yep. I think I'll light about 16 candles. That's right. Just to light every room with candles. <laughs> and it's going to be hot, so I'm going to have to open the window so the breeze can blow in. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that, Cliff, on a windy day in California? Oh, good Lord. And you're sitting out in the woods somewhere. We teachers are always looking for new ways to teach old subjects, and some ways, apparently, better than others. And it's, of course, one of the not-so-good ways that this teacher in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, decided to get fifth graders to learn about the history of World War II. It turns out the teacher decided to put together a 
living history play, and there were lines to be learned, costumes to, to be uh, sewn, and sets to be constructed. And one of the fifth grade boys got the lead role in said play, portraying in uniform Adolf Hitler. Many of the other fifth graders were soldiers in the play. They were taught, as part of their rehearsals, how to do the Sig Heil Nazi salute. They apparently thought it funny and decided to do it outside of play rehearsals, saluting the Hitler kid in the hallways and cafeteria. Apparently, the staff at the McFadden School of Excellence did not see this coming, and a girl in the class was outraged by what was going on, later disciplined for speaking out, and when she told Mom and Dad... Well, with Dad being the chairman of the economics department at a nearby university, all the rest of us got to hear about little Junior Hitler and the Sig Heil salute boys. <laughs> if you can't see that coming, Cliff. <laughs> they did not see that coming. Oh, 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 ooh. You didn't catch it the first time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh. Here's Cliff with the phrase that pays. Yes, this is what you have to say tomorrow. Say it correctly. You'll win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and Country Music Hall of Fame. We'll have uh, you call in, 812-386-1250 at the appropriate time. First person to say it right wins. And here it is, as given to us by Marilyn yesterday. I'm ready for the rain to stop. I'm ready for the rain to stop. Say that tomorrow and you'll win. Caught my ear when you said, say this correctly tomorrow and you're going to win. And yeah. I thought, I wonder how many people just to throw us off will just try to say it incorrectly tomorrow. <laughs> To see how long it'll take before somebody actually calls in and wins. Well, I'm sure there are uh, pranksters among the listenership, shall we say, who I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't It's entirely either. possible. I wouldn't either. Well, we told you we were going to toughen up the uh, way to win Old Dominion tickets. And yep. Cliff and I, not only separately, but together, mm-hmm. we have come up with a much, much tougher way to win the prizes. <laughs> I think it's, I'm it, quite proud of ourselves. It's pretty rare that, you know... I'm going to be on board with something that, you know, you started. But in this case, I think it's appropriate. Yes. And what we're going to do right yeah. after our cool classic this hour, yeah. we're going to give you that chance to win the tickets to see Old Dominion mm-hmm. in November. Okay. But instead of being uh, two out of three and all of that biz, yeah, we're going to have you do three out of three. You have to get everyone right. Every one of them right. right. Because, you know, if you get the first one right, the second one is kind of a... Throw away. Yes. The pressure's off for the second one because you can use the third one as kind of the crutch to still help you win if you miss. So you don't pay as much, you know, it's just a little, makes it a little easier. Yes. So we've upped the ante. We've upped the ante. So you got to get three out of three right. We'll read you a statement. You say, is that true or is that a lie? You mm-hmm. do it three times in a row. You're going to go see Old Dominion. And we're also going to throw in, Cliff, just yes. for fun, uh-huh. $20 gift certificate to Montana Mike's so All you can right. feed yourself before you go to the concert. That's cool. It's time now for three in a row. That's right. Is it the truth or is it a lie? And I will tell you right now, I have examined these statements that you have to say whether they're true or false, and these statements are on fire. This is some of the most difficult questionary that I have ever seen. And my head is filled, you know, my big head, filled with lots of useless information. A lot of trivia things that I can just seem to come up with at times. This stuff is hard. It's going to be hard. All right. Let's go right to All it, right. Cliff. We'll also throw in that uh, Montana Mike's yes. $20 gift certificate. Yeah. Here we go. Hi, who's this? Jean Osborne. Jean, where are you from? Monroe City. Okay. 
Now, yeah. we have three statements for you. Okay. They could, they could be true. They could be false. You have to guess correctly every single time in order to be the winner. All right. That's tough, isn't it, Gene? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> let's see how good you do at this, all right? Here's your first <laughs> statement, Gene. Elvis Presley was actually a natural blonde. Now, is that true, or did I just lie to you? You lied to me. Actually, Gene, he was an that's actual. True. He's naturally oh, blonde. That's true. They dyed his hair to keep it jet black. So I'm oh, sorry you didn't oh. win, Gene. But I'll tell you okay. what. I'll tell you what, Gene. Yeah. For being so nice and uh, working with us today, how about we give you the $20 gift certificate to Montana Mike's? Well, that sounds good. Uh, Excellent. All right. We'll put your name on it. You have a great day, okay? You too. Thank Bye, you. Gene. Thank you. Bye. I read that the Natural Light Beer is offering a summer internship. But not just to anybody. So this is Natty Light is yes. what we're talking about? Okay. They want to right. select a person who yeah. actually lives the Natty Light lifestyle. <laughs> and what, pray tell, is the Natty Light lifestyle? I'm not sure what that is, Cliff. <laughs> but I did read yeah. $40 an hour they're going to pay Wait, the you, intern. You're going to make 40 bucks an hour yes. to live the Natty Light lifestyle? Which could backfire. Why is that? Because anybody that makes that kind of money buys good beer to drink. (laughs) Well, true. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. I think so, anyway. (laughs) Let's get right to it, Cliff. Okay. Three in a row. That's what you have to do. Truth or lie. You have to get them all correct. Yes. And if you do, you're going to go see Old Dominion in November in Evansville. Okay. We're going to do it next. Now, we want you to win. We've had a couple of folks text in saying... You're not trying to give away the tickets, but that's not true. No, we want to give them away. Yes. <laughs> we truly do. Yes. And that's the truth. Absolutely true. <laughs> 100% true. True. Yes. Here's Josh Turner. The game continues next. All right, Cliff. Let's get Alrighty. right to it. Here we go. Hi, who's this? Wayne Myers. Wayne, where are you from? From uh, Winslow. Here's your first one, Wayne. We'll start you out nice and easy. Christopher Walken, the actor, used to be a lion tamer. Now, is that true, or did I just make that up, Wayne? No, that's that's true. You're quite confident. Well did you done. know that? No. Oh, <laughs> well. You faked it really well. You faked though. it really well, Wayne. Congratulations. <laughs> you got one right. Now, right. here's your second one. They okay. get a little bit tougher as we go oh, along, Wayne, okay? okay? And the pressure's on. All right. Martin Luther King Jr., Barbara Walters, and Anne Frank. All three of these folks were born in the same year. That's true. Wow. Well done. Well done, Wayne. Well now, done. this is the money another, shot here. It's all or another all good on guess. you. Yes. Another guess. Yes. Well, well played. Yeah, well played. Well, here's your last one, Wayne. I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Here he goes. Yeah. No good. You've heard of Shirley Temple, right, Wayne? Yeah. All right. Well, she was such a talented child actor that people were convinced that she was actually just a dwarf <laughs> pretending to be a child. So the Vatican sent people over to the United States <laughs> to, to investigate. To verify. Yes. Now, is that true, Wayne, or did I just make that up? That almost sounds true. You're going with uh, true. Yeah, I'm going to say true. You think the Vatican yeah. sent people I'm over here to check? That's again. Well, you're going to Old Dominion. Congratulations. Well All right. Wow. How in the <laughs> world did you do that, Wayne? I don't know. You are very good and very fortunate, and I'm glad you won. Who would have thought that, Cliff? The Vatican. <laughs> the Vatican had to come and make sure she was actually a child. And not a dwarf. <laughs> of all the things going on, 
When are they going to look into those Russian women weightlifters? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Earlier this week on Take It to the Bank, yeah. we did a segment about death. <laughs> yeah. And that was such a hit that we're bringing <laughs> death back again for our really? Take It to the Bank today. That's all. I mean, it was such a downer. It cast a pall over the program for a couple of days. It's finally cleared now, and you're going to bring it back again. We're bringing death back again, Cliff, for round number two. This time, yeah. I would say that when you um, do this every month, yeah. it kind of kills you a little bit deep inside. <laughs> okay. And so that'll be yeah. our Take It to the Bank. Alrighty. Coming up on the Morning Road Show, it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Well, every month when you make your house payment, Yum. do you feel like a small piece of you dies? Well, maybe, Cliff. Maybe. Yeah. That's because the word mortgage is the combination of two old French words, yeah. mort yeah. and gauge. Okay. Which literally translates to death pledge. <laughs> death pledge. That's what it means. Really? When you translate it. <laughs> See, Cliff? It yeah. was a take it to the bank about death that wasn't really that bad. Well, I mean, it was not really about someone actually dying. It was about dying a little bit on the inside every day, much like I have in this room for the past 13 years. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you ought to be used to it. <laughs> you like my shirt? It says, I smell stupid. Well, <laughs> it's got a big dog nose on it, and it says, I smell stupid. People. Yeah, I saw, yeah. <laughs> yep, it smells. Cliff, anything said today? Uh, phrases of the day start with number three. Pranksters among the listenership. Number two, six years older than sliced bread. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. There's lots of fake flavor, but that means we're actually tasteless. <laughs> Boy, that was early too, wasn't it? It sure was. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.